Hello, and welcome back to another Enlightened Empaths bonus episode. These episodes are geared towards bringing forth members of our listening audience who are stepping into their power, their light, and their purpose. And I think that's what we're all trying to do right now, is shine our light a little bit brighter and help raise the collective vibration. So today we're really lucky and blessed to have Jolene Seavey join us. Jolene is a spiritual empowerment coach who specializes in supporting people to realize their divinity while here in the physical form. After working 18 years as a bachelor's level social worker in the mental health field, she then moved on to corporate America, where she spent many years in the people management role. In summer of 2021, she decided to take the leap and leave corporate America to work full-time in her passion as a coach. Jolene specializes in helping people live their lives fully and to create the life of their dreams by focusing on being present and fully experiencing life without judgment. She helps her clients learn to accept where they are in the present moment so that they can then step fully into living life on purpose. She offers one-on-one sessions, group meditations, emotional release sessions, manifestation workshops, and so very, very much more. So welcome, Jolene. I'm so glad you agreed to come on today. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. You've taken that leap of faith. You've stepped out of your comfort zone. You left the security and stability of corporate America and I know from, from chatting with you that there's been some challenges with that, but could maybe you talk a little bit about making that transition in your life and what that's felt like? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, I worked and worked for years and kind of found myself in what I pictured was the ideal job, like working for a company that I totally believed in, it totally resonated with me, loving my coworkers, loving the mission. And, and that was great. And I was there for about five years in this last job. And you know, I've always been coaching on the side in one form or another. And things started to feel unsettled. Um, it started to feel like, oh, maybe this isn't a good fit anymore. And yet it didn't make logical sense. And I ignored that for a while. And as intuition does, if you don't listen, it kind of tries to get your attention in in bigger and bigger ways. So I started struggling with some health issues and anxiety, which is so not in my realm as a rule. And I just, I really thought about it, meditated on it and decided to, to take the leap and just lovingly release that role. And then to step fully into this role as a spiritual empowerment coach. So you made a really good point that you were nudged gently, that you really liked your job, that you weren't ready to chew your leg off to get out of the trap. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't horrible, but also that spirit calling you to, to step into something more, but that this had been a side hustle. This had been something you'd been doing for quite a while. So mm-hmm. it was a natural bridge in transition. And I think from, from knowing you for a while that you, you made sure that you were in a good place with finances and security and stability as you made that transition so that it didn't put that pressure on your business as a coach. Yeah. But then again, after taking the leap of faith, listening to spirit, I know that you had some challenges that are very unexpected out of left field come into your (laughs) life. So as a coach, I mean, you have the advantage that you know how to walk yourself back from the cliff. What would be your advice or as a coach, or how did you get through that personally 
and decide to keep pursuing and not just rush back to corporate America and say, mm. will you rehire me? Right, right. Yeah, great point. And I, I did have that option. And when I left, they were like, come back if you want. So, but I really practiced what I preach. The first thing I did was to feel the feeling. So yeah, I did have a life circumstance change. I wasn't expecting it when I when I left my job. And so it did kind of throw me off a little bit. And so the first thing I did that I work with my clients on a lot is to feel the feelings. And and that's a process, you know, it's they would come up. They were like they're waves. They would come and I'd really have to just sit with that. And if there were tears, I would let the tears flow. If there was anger, I would let that flow. And then with that comes such a release because I think as we release our emotions, as we let the energy in motion, right? Emotions move through us. We then create more space for divinity and the divine to come through us. So I would do that. And then I would come back to my breath and just oh, come back to the present moment. Like, okay, in this moment, I am well. And in coming back to the present moment, we then create space because there's peace around that. And in that space, then we can tap again into our intuition. We can hear the messages that need to come to us. We can hear next steps. Lastly, I have a coach of my own that I've been working with for several years, and that's been invaluable. I think everybody needs a coach or would benefit from working with a coach because that's the sounding board and that's the person who holds space. And and she did for me, as I do for my clients, it's like, okay, this is what's going on. And there's that kind of sacred container that we have so that we can let it all out and move through it in a safe and effective way. So those are kind of the steps that I took and that I continue to take as things come up, because life is life for all of us. And we don't escape the messiness of it, you know, And, and there can be times of wonder and joy and, oh, this is awesome. And then something might trip us up for a bit. And so I just try to practice what I preach. Well, and you do it beautifully. You really do. So I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm listening and this all makes perfect sense and I'm following along. And then I'm thinking, well, how would being a coach differ from having a mentor? Mm, that is a great question. And I kind of use those words interchangeably because okay. my coach has kind of become my mentor because, and I guess I think of a mentor as somebody who's doing what you want to do. Um, right. And my coach has a successful coaching practice. She's been doing it for years. And so I look at her as a mentor and we, we engage in this coaching relationship. So I don't know, do you see that differently? Because maybe I no, no, I, I think that they're very interchangeable. And I think it depends on what role the individual is looking for. You're looking mm. for, for guidance and specific skills and steps to take, which I see as more of a coaching role, mm-hmm. or you're looking for someone to share their base of knowledge. But I do think that they would blend together, wouldn't they? Yes. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I do. I feel like I use coaching in a very broad sense. Um, Sometimes I use the word guide to describe what I do because I really meet each person I work with where they're at. And everybody I work with is in a different place with different situations and circumstances. And so I think my role is to show up kind of as an empty vessel and meet the person where they're at. 
Some people are more goal oriented and they're like working on some specific things. So our sessions may tend towards that. Other times I'm working more in terms of let's feel those feelings and like what's going on and really dig into that. Um, I will point out that coaching does differ from therapy. Um, I'm not a therapist. I don't kind of dig back to childhood stuff or look at what might be impacting you now. I think coaching is different from therapy and that coaching really looks at where are you right now and where do you want to be going? I'm sure a lot of our listeners are saying, well, what, how could I benefit from coaching? How could I, could I work through similar to what you did, leaving one career to step into another? Could I use it for healing my, my familial patterns? Could I use it to, I mean, what would be some, why would someone want to contact a coach? Hmm. I think folks who contact me tend to, to know that there's more to life than this physical being that we're in and want someone who can kind of help remind them of that and look at life through that lens. So I have people, I think most everyone I'm working with right now is working full time. A lot of people are working on kind of a side hustle or exploring other things that bring them joy. It may not be something they're doing for money, but like, how do I get more joy out of life? How do I enhance my relationship with my family? Um, I, I work a lot with authenticity and integrity, like speaking what is true for you in your relationships. And relationship is very broad, right? It's relationship with ourselves, with our coworkers, with our family, our children or spouses or partners or so I think the lens that I work with is where are you at at life in life and what do you need support around to get to that next level like what do you want in life and how and how do you get there okay so you're you're able to help people identify where they are presently Mm-hmm. to connect more fully with their emotional and even their physicality in some respects of be present, be here mm-hmm. now, feel what you're feeling, and then we'll come up with a game plan to help you work towards a higher quality of life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I, I work with people a lot too, like, especially around like manifestation and the law of attraction. And I feel like through the work I've done over the years, I started out years ago when the book, The Secret came out in the movie and people were really into that. And I was too. And I feel like over the years, I've kind of like fine tuned this and and really dug in a little deeper as to like, what's the secret sauce? And, and part of what I find is that people get stuck in their heads, right? We think, oh, I want this thing. Um, and these are the steps I'm going to take to get it. And, and then they get kind of stuck in the logic and the planning and the thinking. And what I'll do is really help people at the beginning of each session, let me back up a little bit. I always start a session with a grounding meditation, just two or three minutes for people to come into their bodies, to drop down from their heads, into their hearts, into their bodies. And then, like I was saying before, to kind of create that space in the present moment. So I feel like manifesting and creating is kind of a paradoxical thing that in order to get where we want to get, we have to let go. We have to get out of our heads, drop down into our bodies, feel the feelings. Part of what you're talking about is people are trying to figure out how to evolve and grow to match this transition the world is going through right Mm. now. 
and it sounds from what you're you're sharing so beautifully is that the coaching can encourage people to align more fully with themselves and in the process step more gently into where they're going. Oh yes, beautifully said. Yes. The other thing that I really like is it doesn't have to be a 10-year commitment. You can accomplish a lot in literally months yes. from, from what you've shared with me. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I'll go back to you know Esther Hicks and the teaching she does with Abraham. And it's like, things can change on a dime. I mean, I guess the, the quote I was thinking of is you can create a button as easily as you can create a castle mm-hmm. or, or vice versa. Let's, let's start that again. <laughs> you can <laughs> create a castle as easily as you can create a button. And, and I think the work that I do with people cuts through a lot of stuff. And so I have people who sign up to work with me for three or six months. Um, and sometimes they're complete in that time for, for now. And they may come back in the future or they may not. Or sometimes people are so engaged in the work. And, and as I find with my coach that I enjoy because enjoy it so much that I'm, I find I'm always growing and I'm always evolving. So they may choose to stay longer. It's really so individual, but yes, I even have folks who I've started offering a one-time session, which I'm calling an emotional release session, where people who don't necessarily work with me in a program, I ask them to kind of do a free call with me just so we can get to know each other. And then anytime that they want to do an emotional release session, they connect with me. And that may be, I've got something going on in my life right now, and I have big feelings going on, and I just need some support. And we'll do a one-time session and I cannot even get over the power that happens in some of those one-time sessions, such releases happening. So the people clear it and then they can go on. And some of those folks come back and sign up for a program with me if they want and others don't. And maybe they just come back for another one-time session down the road. It's so individual. Well, and it's also holding space for people to support them in finding their own answers and validation. And when you mentioned that you're looking for people who are on the spiritual path, who are open and and aware and receptive, not doubting Thomas's about woo-woo and juju. You want someone who's (laughs) kind of in the zone with that and realizes it's all energy and and shift. So that makes sense that a lot of times folks may come to you and need that emotional release or the validation to say, okay, nope, you're on the right track, keep doing what you're doing, or maybe you want to tweak this a little bit. So it doesn't even have to be a really long-term commitment. It can just be a, a quick, quick jolt. Like yeah. Putting, give them a little bit of zap with the jumper cables. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so have you had a specific training or classes, or I know a lot of people, like you've worked with someone for, for quite a while and, and done a lot of work. You've done a lot of personal study. But I think people want to know, well, why would I call Jolene rather than, you know, so many people use that term coach yes. that how, how will I know who I can trust or who will resonate with me? And I think that that's a really important aspect for anyone that's looking to work with a coach is how do I find the person that will match what I'm really hoping to find? Yes, absolutely. Great point. So I went to college, got a bachelor's degree in rehabilitation services and counseling with a minor in psychology. 
And like I worked in mental health, as you said at the beginning, for about 18 years with a variety of, of populations, for lack of a better word. I started out in nursing homes working with geriatric patients in nursing homes. Then I went on to work with pregnant and parenting teenagers and doing some counseling and case management, and then moved on to mental health centers and worked there for the longest time with adults with chronic and severe mental illness. I usually end up in like middle management. I was like the program manager there. I was a program director of the teen parent program. And and then um, kind of throughout the rest of, of my time, I've done some coursework in life coaching specifically. And then um, I took a year-long program at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, which I can't speak highly enough about, it was really life-changing. So I got a certificate in integrative nutrition health coach. So I do have um, quite a bit of study in coaching itself, health coaching, which I'm not really practicing. I mean, I meet people where they're at, but I'm probably not the person to come to, to solely work on health related goals. Like my, my focus more is kind of like on our spiritual growth and authenticity and intuition and that sort of thing. But that's, that's my background. I mean, between a, a formal education at a university to a couple of different programs in coaching. Another thing I did through the Institute for Integrative Nutrition was their coaching intensive practicum. And that was, I think they've changed it since I took it. But when I took it, it was a six week intensive where we met uh, twice a week for an hour and a half live with our group and our instructor. And then it was really a deep dive into the specifics of coaching, the do's and don'ts and how to really show up and support people. And a lot of learning with each other. We had a lot of practice sessions that we did both live on the calls with our instructor and um, with each other. So either being the coach or being the client. So we got a lot of intense experience doing that as well. And that was really helpful. And I think that's important if you've been on the receiving end of this, as well as the person who's giving the coaching information it gives you a clearer understanding of what the person you're working with may be experiencing or feeling or concerns, worries, uh, anxieties about, you know, truly lowering that drawbridge and letting someone in. Yes, yes. And it was interesting. It was as interesting being the client as it was the coach, because you could experience, it helped me figure out more about my coaching style because I could experience other people's coaching styles. And there may be things that I thought, oh, I really loved that question. I need to remember that question or, oh, that didn't feel so helpful. I don't think I'll do that because we're all learning. We're all practicing. It's not putting anybody down because, you know, I, I probably did something as I was learning over the years that might not have felt as helpful, but it's really coaching is important to me. Like the skill of coaching and showing up and in hearing and just really, I mean, we use the term active listening a lot, but there's so much to that. So yeah, well, education is important. Yes. And there's, there's talking about active listening and then there's actually doing it and mm. doing it in a way that, and I've shared this before with, with you and with the listeners is, you know, one of my little things is I want to empower people to find their own inner knowing and light. So when I do an intuitive session, a lot of times there is a lot of validation that comes through. And I think you're saying the same thing with the coaching. It feels like you want to push the curtain back and let people really see with more clarity 
and more light about what it is that is within them that needs to come to the surface. Yes. Yes. Perfectly said. Yeah. Okay. That's beautiful. And, and even your corporate job was again, working with a variety of people. A lot of times in readings that will come up that when they show me a chameleon, it means someone has that ability to meet people where they are and talk to a lot of different people. Mm -hmm. And from, from your background, from a lot of our listeners background, when we've had the intensity, a lot of intensity in our life, a lot of challenges, a lot of different experiences, it does give us a level of empathy, compassion, and understanding that a lot of people may not have. And I think that just for a coach to have had life experience and practical experience and understand on, on an intrinsic level, what you may be experiencing can be so supportive in a way that can help you meet your goals much more quickly. True. And, and actually the last five years in corporate America, I spent working at the, the coaching school. Um, so all of my work was surrounded by supporting the people as we, they created curriculum around coaching and all of the different aspects. So even though I wasn't back in that formal education, I was working in it day to day. And we practiced that in our interactions with each other all the time. And in fact, um, the last year or so, especially during the pandemic, I started leading morning meditations twice a week for coworkers. And then I'd forgotten all about this. I'm glad we started talking about this. I also led a couple of times a month, a group coaching for employees at at my workplace. So I find myself coaching in whatever I'm doing. (laughs) And it's not about the piece of paper. And it's not about where you went to school, what you do, but the credentials and the understanding are so huge because my gut feeling is to reach out to a coach. It's vulnerable. It's, It's a leap of faith and you're trusting someone, especially if you're delving into spirituality and intuition and, you know, connecting with, as you say, feeling those feels, you need to be held in a safe space in order to truly grow with that experience. Oh, absolutely. And one of the things I offer for anybody is like a free, what I call a discovery call. So we do 30, 45 minutes of just a free call where we, we hop on zoom, we can see each other. And it's a chance to explore who I am and how I work. And even just the sound of my voice, a lot of people tune into the resonance of my voice. And there's something that happens. I don't fully understand what that is, but, but it's a chance also for them to kind of share what's going on for them. And then we honestly look at that and say, are we a good fit for each other? Is what they're asking for something that I honestly feel like I can support them with? And if not, maybe I'll refer them to somebody else. And if yes, then heck yeah, let's work together. Um, so it's like a no cost way to feel that out. Right. And to see, because it is so important, it doesn't matter if you're going to a a coach, an intuitive, a medium, a a therapist, whoever you're going to, that is going to see that side of you that you may keep protected and Mm -hmm. safe. Yes. There has to be an emotional and and an energetic connection for it to be effective. Yes, absolutely. And 
we we quite often don't jump into that in our first couple of sessions. You know? Right. It's, it's it's not like hi, how are you? Tell me your deepest fears and vulnerabilities. You know, there's usually that getting to know each other process, and you know, we kind of dive in deeper as we go, unless the person who comes to me is there and that's what they want to do. Then we go there. But yeah. there's there's also being able to. Uh, use your intuition to so you have the coaching background you have the background in mental health services and and all and your own life experiences but you could use your own intuition to say oh I know that you came for this but I'm also so you can blend that into the program as well yes yes now I know that you have and I I don't want to put you on the spot and I (laughs) um, I know that you had talked about doing a workshop Yes, yes, I'd love to tell you about that. One, as I mentioned earlier, I have had so much fun kind of learning about law of attraction, manifestation, I've had some awesome manifestations in my own life. I'm, I'm living in kind of my cabin in the woods that I, I dreamed up. So I'm offering my first manifestational magic workshop will be on of February 15th from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. It'll be over Zoom. And we're just going to dive into what does this all mean? What is manifestation? What do I mean when I say that? And what do people bring to the table around that? And then we dive in a little deeper to a lot of what we've already talked about. I also work a lot with spiritual shame, and I'm going to tie that into the workshop as well. Like, you know, people... I think get the understanding that like, oh, you know, I want to manifest, you need to be positive, and you got to have good feelings and you got to, your vibrations have to match what you want to bring in. And, and, and there's truth in that. But I think there's almost this toxic positivity that happens. And then people feel shame around, oh, but I'm really feeling crappy right now. Or, oh, we create our own reality and I don't like my reality right now. So I must be doing something wrong. And they feel bad about that. And so I really like to address that as well in that there's nothing wrong with you. You're in the exact right place. And let's feel whatever's going on because there is the magic in feeling those feelings fully. If you really dive in and you feel your feelings fully, they can dissipate in like 60 to 90 seconds. And then when that happens, you automatically find yourself at a higher vibration. You feel better. And you go like, oh, what was it I was upset about? You've automatically kind of bounced. It's like holding the cork under the water and you're like holding it down and you're spending all that energy holding it down. And when you let it go, it bounces to the top and there's that release. So we're going to talk about that in the workshop as well, as well as some of the tips and tricks and, you know, helping people get clear on what they'd like in their life. And I'm also toying with the idea of continuing on with that. I've been talking with a few people who are saying, geez, you know, let's do that. And then maybe we have a a cohort that continues to kind of get support around that. So I'm playing with that as well. So anybody that is interested in hearing more about it, talking with me about it, um, they can just email me and I can give all my contact information at the end um, and we'll go from there. That sounds great. And it sounds like it's a very useful uh, workshop and experience to share with people. It's, it's something people can walk away with some, some tools to use in their own lives. And also, again, that word validation that, okay, I'm feeling this, this is what's going on. 
these are some things I can do to choose to shift this energy. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, I really want people to be able to to use this and and play with it and and see how powerful we all are. Rumi has a quote that says, you are not a drop in the ocean, you are the entire ocean in a drop that we are not separate from the divine, we are one with it. And, and we're very powerful beings, we sometimes, or quite often get stuck in being human, and we forget. So I like to help people remember. And everything that you're talking about, Julian, has so much to do with where we're going as a collective, where we're going as empaths, where we're going as individuals, that things are shifting. We are getting on board with this. What I'm seeing in my mind's eye is you holding a torch and you want to light other people's torches so that they can have their own light to to light their way. Love that. Yes, yes, yes. And I think that's so important right now. So, so very important. So how can people find you? Absolutely. Well, my website's very easy to remember. It's just www.jolenecevy.com. And my email is jolenecevy at gmail.com. And um, the only social media I do much on is Instagram. And I am at Jojo B Joy. So J O J O B E J O Y on Instagram. And that's where I usually will post. If I'm doing a group meditation, I'll post about it there. Um, you know, my, my manifestation workshop information will be there, or I'm just posting quotes or I'm talking about whatever's going on. And every once in a while I get uh, vulnerable enough to show up in person. So you can hear whatever's going on for me in the moment. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. And just so people know, it's Jolene CV, J-O-L-I-N-E-S-E-A-V-E-Y.com. So if you're wondering or spellings or anything like that, and it's a beautiful site with so much to offer. There's a, a wonderful meditation you can download and so many other opportunities to, to grow with Jolene, uh, kind of lighten your way. Mm. Oh, so, thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. And, and thank you so much for sharing this with, with the listeners. And I'll make sure to share your information in the show notes, but keep shining your light. We really need you and we appreciate everything you're doing. Oh, I so appreciate this opportunity. As you know, I'm a huge fan of yours and have been for years and find so much oh help and guidance from working with you. You're part of my support team. So it's really been an honor to be here with you today. Oh, well, thank you. And, and again, everyone, if you're looking for a very compassionate, kind, spiritual empowerment coach, you may want to do your discovery call with Jolene and see how that works out. And until we meet again, sending you the best and take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.